Hello, and welcome to the Art of Living Well podcast. I'm Stephanie May Potter, and I'm here with my co-host, Marnie Dodges-Marmette. We created the Art of Living Well podcast to empower you to live your happiest, healthiest, and most authentic life. Each week, we will bring you inspiring and motivating conversations covering health and wellness topics, including fitness, mindset, food, travel, product reviews, and strategies from a variety of experts, including our own bank of knowledge. We are excited to educate, motivate, and inspire you to change the way you perceive health and discover your art of living well. Get ready to feel inspired. Hello, and welcome to episode number seven of the Art of Living Well podcast. I am Marnie Dutchess Marmet, and I'm here with my co-host, Stephanie May Potter. So Marnie, what is your high for this week? And given that it's Thanksgiving and we're recording this episode. Uh, well, I'm just, I'm, I, first of all, I love Thanksgiving and I am so happy. Last night, my son, Zach, came home. He got home pretty late last night, but he got home from his first semester, freshman year of college, Aww. and he hasn't been home since August. So it was amazing. And I feel like my heart is full just yeah. having everybody home and back in the house. So yeah. That's awesome. I mean, do you remember the first time when you came home from college break? Like what a, it's such a. I do. And it's just, yeah, it's so much fun. And I'm really looking forward to this week and this weekend and lots of family time. What yeah. about you? You know, same. I mean, I love Thanksgiving too. Um, I just like that it's a holiday to be grateful and there's no gifts associated with it, right? And my parents are coming to town and they don't always spend Thanksgiving with us, so that'll be great. They fly in tonight, hopefully before the storm that we're supposed to get in Minneapolis Yeah, we're hits. supposed to get this huge snowstorm. I know, right? Um, and then the only thing that I'm a little sad about is that I don't get to be with my brother or sister. We all live out of state and it just didn't work to all be together, so... I'm excited though. It's a great, great holiday. And, and is your um, Thanksgiving like big, small? What's the? Well, it'll just be the five of us plus my parents. So okay. it's seven of us, um, which is, you know, good and bad. We love cooking. So we will be cooking all day. And my husband, who is an amazing chef, said if he wasn't, um, when he retires from his day job, he's going to open up a restaurant when we win the lottery. That's amazing. But anyway, he has a lot of time to be able to cook. So we'll all do it together. I'll let him come up with a few new few new sides that he wants to make, I'm sure. Yeah, that's about it. What about you? So we go to my mom and dad's house, and they host a pretty large Thanksgiving. I have a pretty big family, so it's kind of a wild and crazy night, yeah. but it's really fun. And we have this funny tradition where we go bowling um, after Thanksgiving dinner. I don't know. We've been doing it since I was like five years old, maybe. Yeah. Oh, I and love it. It's The kids all love it. Yes. So, and it gets you up off the couch yes, too, right? Totally. It's just like who goes bowling on Thanksgiving? I'm not even a big bowler. Yeah. Like I, it's not like I like to bowl that much. But I think once it sounds a year, fun. It's kind of a crazy thing we've been doing for a long time. Yeah, I love it, and I love the tradition aspect of it. Anyway, so yeah. um, well, you know, I was going to mention before we get going, we're going to talk about morning routine this week. But I came across this article from the Blue Zones about a study that may suggest that drinking a glass or two of wine a day, along with some other factors, may be the key to longevity. So for those of you that don't know, the Blue Zones are regions of the world where Dan Buettner 
um, who is the man who kind of came up with the Blue Zones, and he's done a lot of research around that. He says people live longer there than the average um, person living in other places, and there's a number of factors of why they live there, but some of the Blue Zones are like Greece, Italy, I think Costa Rica, Japan, Anyway, so what are what are some of those factors that this study said? Yeah, well, basically it said, you know, a lot of these individuals are centenarians, so right, and a lot of the people that are um, included in the study are 90 to 100 years old, right? And they may drink up to two glasses of wine every day, but they also consume a significantly plant-based diet, and they're just moving as part of their day, so they're not going to the gym and doing this high-intensity exercise and then sitting at their desk all day, which is what right. we, myself included, yep. <laughs> um, will sometimes do. And they also just spend a lot of time with close friends and family. You get a lot of families that live together, extended families that are living together. And so those are kind of that social network, the healthy so- social network is really a big part, too, of why I think they live longer. And we're going to probably dive into this topic on a future episode. Yeah, hopefully I would love in to do a whole episode on the Blue Zone. Because it's really fascinating. It really, really is. So anyway, just thought but I would. speaking of having like a healthy network and healthy lifestyle, weren't we going to talk about morning routines today? We are. But you know what? I just want to put a plug in. We thinking about speaking about wines, because one thing I think about the countries where the people are living longer, is they're just growing wines locally. They're not like really commercially produced with lots of additives. And Marty and I did a whole episode, episode number five. A few weeks ago, yes. Yes, which was on organic, biodynamic, and sustainable wines. So if you haven't already tuned into that, highly encourage you listening to it. And we'll talk about, we discuss ways um, in stores that you can order wines and have them shipped to you if you don't live in Minneapolis. So Cleaner wines. Cleaner wines, exactly. So moving on to morning routines. Um, I have not always had a morning routine. Have you had always had a morning routine? Not at all. Honestly, probably only the last few years, and it's kind of evolved a little bit. Mm-hmm. But have you been a morning person? I have been. I have been a morning person to a fault. No, not really, but I like jump out of bed in the morning. Okay, growing up, did you jump out of bed like in high school? Um, Yes, I was never a sleeper in our, like I literally cannot sleep in. I wish I could, like eight o'clock is sleeping in for me. Oh my gosh. Even when I was a teenager, I never slept in. I was terrible. My mom used to literally be in my room, like the alarm clock would be snoozing, I'd be pulling the covers over my head. And she'd have to wake me up, and then she'd have to like make me breakfast and bring it to my room so that I would eat something before, because I, otherwise yeah. I wouldn't have time to do that. I, know I, I kids, if you're listening, I will not be doing that for you. I will not be bringing you breakfast to your room. But I have not been a morning person, other maybe the last seven or eight years. Yeah. So I, it's like it must be in my blood, yeah, in some capacity. But all of my kids are not morning people. Like I have to shake them awake right. every day. I think they're all sleep deprived. But that's a whole other. <gasps> topic um but yes so even if i go to bed really late at night i still just getting up in the morning is not an issue for me which is great so starting the day is no problem now staying up late not always so good about that right well there's always we always have something we need to be working on so morning routine you know i feel like it's all the buzz right now people have been talking about it for the last couple years but it's not something i really thought about or intentionally maybe put into practice some of these things we're going to talk about today I think gradually have evolved over the last few years so for those of you listening who 
don't have a morning routine, who consider yourselves night owls and, you know, kind of struggle to get out of bed in the morning, don't feel like you have to do all of this right at once. We're going to share what Marnie and I do each day, some things that are non-negotiable, some things that maybe change based on the day and what we have going on. And really, like, you know, you may wonder, well, why do I need a morning routine? But I think it's it's such a nice way to start your day. It really sets you up for success. It sets the tone for the day. You or I, at least, when I kind of follow my routine, I feel really good about the rest of my day because I feel like, okay, I already, you know, started off my day drinking water. I worked out. I had some time to really think about, you know, my day and kind of plan in my mind, maybe do some breathing. And yeah, it just, it's it's a really good way to get going in the morning. And I feel like for me, I'm less frazzled and more focused. So one thing mm-hmm. I remember for years and years is when you're hitting the snooze, you're hitting the snooze, especially for parents out there who have kids, whether they're young or old. If you're waking up at the same time or maybe after your kids wake up, you're kind of already starting your day off on a little bit of a frazzled, maybe anxious or stressed note because you haven't even literally gotten a chance to get dressed and you're already trying to take care of your kids, right? So being able to wake up a little bit early and even if it's only a few minutes and taking just five minutes for yourself will kind of reframe and help you so you're not like rushing and then your kids feel anxious and rushed because you're rushing too. So I think it just has a ripple effect on your whole family. And I I love the quiet time in the morning when mm-hmm. nobody's awake oh. but me. It's the best. Love it. I love and it. Like sometimes it's really hard in the dead of winter when it's when it's pitch pitch black outside. Mm-hmm. But in the summer when it's bright and sunny and it's early in the morning, right. or sometimes I can see the sun rising depending on this time of year from actually from like the window in my bathroom and mm-hmm. it's so pretty and I know I just love that time. And I want that time for myself in the morning, right? It just, it makes me a better person, a better mom, because I'm in a calmer, more positive and energized state. Mm -hmm. So like I said, if you can wake up and be the, you know, maybe the first one up in the house, depending on your family dynamics, I think it really, I think it really helps. So those are just kind of some of the, the benefits as to why. And I don't know, Marnie, what are your sort of key non-negotiables in the morning as part of your routine? So for me, every morning when I wake up, I actually take deep breaths before Mm -hmm. I do anything else. So I start my day by taking at least 10 deep breaths. Mm -hmm. um, And then I kind of, in my mind, think about what I'm going to do that day and what that's going to look like. And then I get out of bed. So (laughs) that is a non-negotiable for me every single day. And then in the morning, things that I always do, I always drink water in the morning um, I don't always work out before my kids go to school. It, dep- it really depends on the day. Mm-hmm. But I, on my workout days, it's always happening in the morning. Right. Even if it's not first thing in the morning, it might be, you know, a couple hours into my morning. If you had to pick a time of day to work out, what, why the morning for you? Because as the day goes on, I won't do it. Right. Like, I, I literally won't. Like... I I put my workout clothes on right away. Yep. Even if I'm not going until after I take my daughter to school, mm-hmm. my workout clothes are on. Yep. But I prefer to work out right away in the morning if I can. It just logistically, it doesn't always work out that way. Right. But that is my first choice. And it's for sure always happening, you know, before 9 a.m. Right. 
Um, you know, it's funny because when I was younger, I used to be able to work out after work. This was like pre-kids. And so sometimes it'd even be eight, nine o'clock at night. And then of course mm-hmm. it's impacting your ability yep. to go to sleep, which is a whole nother topic. But nowadays, if I try to work out at night, I literally have like no energy. And I think that's just because like I peak in the morning, right? And right. that's where my energy is strongest and highest. And that's kind of gets to the point of having a morning routine too, is being able to, most people are more productive, right? Early on in the day. Yes. And so do the key non-negotiables earlier rather than later. So now it's funny. Now I just, I dread working out in the evening. It's just so not the something. Ol- yeah. The only time, not the only time, there's a couple things in the evening. Like I, in the summer, especially I like taking a walk in the evening yes. or like, like going yoga. to a yoga class or like just more calming, um, relaxing ways to move, I guess Yes. in the evening. But if I'm doing my, you know, strength training or cardio or whatever that's right. happening in the morning yes for sure um so what what else is part of your morning routine um well i'm a morning workout person also mm-hmm. and even on days that i don't go to a class because i haven't been doing as much of that lately i still like to get up because i like to have a consistent wake time so yeah. at least monday through friday weekends will vary a little bit but i'm certainly not sleeping in past eight or even seven most days but wake up and maybe I'll use that because I love the quiet time. So if there's some like key, really important projects I need to do for work or a lot of times what I've been doing on Mondays is I have the IHP program, the level two that I'm still mm-hmm. getting through. And so I'll take an hour to do that in the morning. And that way yep. I'm still waking up at the same time. So then the next day when I want to wake up to go to the gym, my body is kind of already on that cycle of waking up at a consistent time. So usually it's a workout and then following the workout, I like to do just a quick five minute meditation. And, you know, nowadays that it's colder out, I'm not doing it outside. I was doing it outside in the summer, but I'll just do it in my car because literally as soon as I walk in the door, I mean, my kids are up pretty early. A couple of them have to be out of the door by 730. So if I don't do it, then like I have five minutes in the car or it's part of a class. Some of the classes I go to, obviously, you can kind of incorporate meditation at the end. And for me, and just I to need interrupt that. you, like that's yeah. great because meditation can happen anywhere. It can happen yeah. in your car. It can happen right. in your bed. It can happen sitting on a meditation cushion. Like right. you meditate wherever you can fit it in and calm yourself down and do your breathing or whatever it is because... It can, in my opinion, it really can work right. however you want it to work. Exactly. Um, so I'll do that. And then I always do warm water with lemon. And yes. those are kind of my key non-negotiables. And then, you know, I, I, I usually am always thinking about what what's my breakfast going to be and what's my lunch. And it depends on, do I have to be out the door early? So if I'm leaving at 8.30, quarter to 9, likely I've made my lunch the night before and I've already thought about what I want in my smoothie or maybe I've even prepped my smoothie so that mm-hmm. it's even easier. So yep. my morning routine also involves thinking ahead and planning a bit for the day so that I'm not like scrambling to figure out what to eat when I'm starving right. a couple hours later. And I you know we talked about smoothies on a recent episode, but that for me is key to starting my day super energized. I don't even need caffeine. when I, I mean, honestly, I will drink it, but it's not because I need it. I get enough energy from the smoothie most days to keep me going. And me too. I don't drink any caffeine at all, like ever, pretty much, because I don't like the way it makes me feel. And I I feel like I have a ton of energy. Yes. And I don't know. And I think some of it is just getting up early, getting movement in, you know, drinking smoothies, all of that, and staying on a routine. I think when a person is, you know, getting up at seven one day and nine one day and six one day, your body's, your body's circadian rhythm 
gets totally out of whack. And we'll do a whole episode on that another time. Um, But it really is good to wake up at the same time every day. Yes. And um, an extension of the morning routines would be the evening routine, which again, could be a whole other episode, but you can have your kind of non-negotiables in the evening too. And one of the things I like to talk about with clients is if you are going off to work in the morning and you are bringing your lunch, make your lunch in the evening. Like just incorporate that into your dinner cleanup, whatever it is, you know, when you're in the kitchen, make your lunch for the next day so it's ready to go in the morning. So that doesn't have to be an extra stress for you in the morning. Exactly. Um, And you know, too, the one other thing I wanted to say in the morning is just making your bed. I know it sounds so simple and it's something your mom's been talking to you about since you were little. My kids are still not good at it. but we have a, you know, sort of my husband and I, whoever gets up last makes the bed. That's how we do it too. And, which it makes sense, right? But I luck out because 85% of the time I'm waking up before him. But literally, and I have him, I'm not going to say trained, right? But he will make the bed now. I don't even have to ask him. He just knows that's how it is. And it just makes the whole, like whenever I walk into my room, it just, it's a little bit neater and tidier. Yes. I know there's studies on this too, right? About why you should make your bed and... It, it actually, an unmade bed kind of drives me crazy. Yeah. Like, we don't make our bed on Sundays. I don't know why that <laughs> happened. But on Sundays, we don't make our bed. Sometimes I don't get out of my pajamas on a Sunday, <gasps> right, though, depending right. on in the winter oh, I or love whatever. Those days. Yeah. Yeah. But every other day, the bed is made. So kids I kind of like there. having the day off. <laughs> it's kind of like having, like, oh, I'm going to just go out and eat what I want tonight. Right. Like the day that I'm just not yes. going to worry about, like, all the sort of. I don't say rules, right? But some of the... Take a break. Take a break. Exactly. Um, And so, you know, my morning routine in general is not perfect. I'm always striving for something. One of the things I'm personally working towards is adding a writing component to my morning routine. That's really one of my 2020 goals. I have been doing it on and off this year, but I consistently, I just want to take five minutes every morning to write. And it, it could be a gratitude, you know, writing about gra- the gratitude I feel or whatever, whatever's on my mind. I just want to get it out on paper for five minutes. Okay, well, maybe day. we can both try to do that and in hold, each other, and hold each other accountable. Totally. I would like to do it too. And I've actually done that a little bit more in the evening at times, not a lot, but at night. And especially if you have a lot of thoughts going through your head and you feel like it may impact your ability to fall asleep. Right. Getting it down on paper. So I actually have a journal by my bed with a pen. Oh, I do too. I just need to use it. I just need to use it. Exactly. That with the stack of like 10 books that are going right now. But um, again, that's another topic for another day. Um, So, and also like another um, goal of mine personally, and I'm guessing a lot of you listeners out there might have this issue, but sometimes, you know, when I, I wake up, I do my breathing, I whatever, go into the bathroom, And then I'll go on my phone and I'll read my email and I'll look at my social media and I really don't want to do that right away in the morning. I want to get through that whole morning routine and then get on my phone. I don't need to be answering emails at 6 a.m. Like I just don't, right? right? And you know what? That is something that is really, um, it's a goal of mine also. I feel like I've been better about it the last couple months and part of it is because One, my phone is not charged in my bedroom. It's outside. We have a little charging station in the hallway that I encourage all my kids to charge their devices. 
And, you know, my kids are old enough now that, especially if my husband's in town and I work out in the morning, I stopped bringing it with me. Or if I bring it with me because I'm going driving a little bit further, I will leave it in the car with me. Mm-hmm. So I'm not even, you know, a lot of people I know use that time in the morning. They go to class and they're on their phones first thing. And I'm all about, like, let's engage with the people around me. If You know, usually there's people I know at class or just take time to breathe or stretch or do something for you. But And if you're working out, like, focus on your workout. Right. And the thing I've noticed, too, is what are you doing right away? Most people I find are probably on social media or their emails. Right. And the whole benefit or one of the benefits of establishing a morning routine is to do something for you that's going to help set your day off for success. It's going to put you in a good frame of mind and, you know, just generate more positive energy. And chances are, if you're just looking at what other people are doing or what they did last night or, you know, how their life is so much better than yours or whatever, it's, it's going to bring down your energy and it's not going to help set you up for success. And if it's work, you know, if it's critical, you need to do it. Great. Take care of it. I get that. Um, sometimes we have to. But chances are it could wait a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I think it's distracting for you to be able to accomplish what you want to achieve in the day. Right. And I and I think, you know, a morning routine doesn't have to be long. No. It could be five minutes. Know, yeah, five minutes. I get it. it. There's people out there that have kids that are working. They may be single parents or they have a lot. They're taking care of someone, right? So what, what could be a quick like five minute routine if I someone mean, only has a few minutes? You could do, you know, taking 10 deep breaths and then, you know, do some stretching. Right. Or whatever it is to just kind of warm your body up. Mm-hmm. Um, some yoga, some stretching. You could do some journaling. You could do one minute of journaling. Um, you know, kind of plan out your day, organize your list of things you need to do, right. drink your lemon water and off you go. Yes. Exactly. Five minutes. I think everyone probably has five minutes. Don't you agree? Yes. And if you don't, set your alarm five minutes earlier. Right. Because it really will make a difference in the calmness of Mm -hmm. the way the rest of your day goes. Absolutely. Um, So I don't know out there, like what kind of morning routine do you have right now? We'd love to hear from you as far as what your routine is and what areas you want to implement. So maybe you already ha- sort of have a morning routine, but maybe it's not consistent. You know, maybe pick one or two of the things that Marnie and I talked about and try to implement them tomorrow, right? Or sometime this week. And try and set your alarm a little bit earlier if you don't have a morning routine, just a few minutes earlier so that you can make time to add a couple of these new things. And then make sure to try and be consistent because it won't become a habit unless you're consistently doing it each day. Right. And you know, it's not going to all happen overnight. And when you're establishing a new routine, I even suggest like take some post-its and maybe put them on your bathroom mirror to remind yourself, oh yeah, I want to start drinking water because your body is dehydrated when you wake up in the morning. Drink water before you have your cup of coffee, right? For anyone out there who's a coffee drinker, I'm all for it, but just drink water and maybe even with lemon before you have your first cup of coffee. Absolutely. And we would love to hear how this is going for you. So if you want to jump over to Instagram or Facebook and share in your stories how the morning routine is going or drop us a line, email, um, we would love to hear from you. Tag the Art of Living Well podcast. Exactly. So Hope everyone, by the time you listen to this, it's going to be after Thanksgiving, but we hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving holiday. 
And if, also check out our show notes for additional resources and links to what we've discussed. We'll we'll post this all in the show notes as well. Yeah. And yeah, it. have a wonderful holiday week. Cheers. I am so ready for our liver detox and group coaching program to start on January 13th. Oh, I'm right there with you, Marnie. This holiday season has been so much fun, but come January, I know my liver needs a break and I'm ready to just remove a lot of the toxins that, um, that are in our body. And I've been consuming a, a few more of them lately. Totally. And coming home from vacation and just starting out the new year where you give your system a break to reduce inflammation and improve your digestion. It's a seven-day liver detox. There's um, support and accountability. We're going to have an amazing group. Um, and you'll get full access to Marnie and myself on a daily basis. You also get recipes that are liver detox friendly and easy and delicious to make for you and your family. And you'll be part of this wonderful community, this seven day liver detox community that we're running so that you can boost your energy and just feel amazing. Yes. So we'd love to have you join us January 13th. It's a seven day liver detox. Sign up at our website, which is www.theartoflivingwell.us slash program. Thank you so much for listening to the Art of Living Well podcast. We are so grateful that you joined us today. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend or anyone else you think may benefit from this information. We'd love for you to subscribe to our podcast, leave us a review, and tag the Art of Living Well podcast on social media. If you want more inspiration in between episodes, you can find us on social media at the Art of Living underscore well on Instagram and Facebook where we will share snippets from our daily lives and our journey to living well.